Welcome to Potter Familius, coming to you from Fairhope, Alabama. I'm Todd Sylvester. And I'm Stefan Sylvester. And we are not wearing costumes. Mm, what? We're not wearing costumes. No, we're not. What? We're getting closer to upcoming Halloween, so people are already... Oh, yeah, I guess... Getting de- dressed up and worried. Depending on when this gets released, yeah. Although this is kind of freaky with all the masks. It's almost like everyone's wearing a costume. I was going to say, I, I walked into the bank the other day, and I was just like, well, this is hilarious. <laughs> and I went up, and I was like, hello, I'm not here to uh, to rob you. I would just like but, to make a deposit. But I am dressed to rob you. Yeah. Don't be alarmed, ma'am. So, you know what? Let's go ahead and go for it. Oh, my gosh. Let's no. go for the robbery. Nope, nope definitely did not do that. <laughs> um, so our kids are dressing this year as the characters from one of their favorite TV shows. It is a Canadian kids TV show about three children who I guess are in grade school, middle school. It's hard to tell. Right. And they are regular students by day, and they are superheroes at night. So they don't really sleep. They're oh. called the PJ Masks. And there's three of them. There's two guys and a girl. And I have a lot of questions. What do you mean you have a lot of questions? Like, it's one of those kid shows where I'm getting frustrated watching it because I'm just like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Wait, how did that happen? Wait, hold on. Like, Why does it have to make sense? Well, it doesn't. But well, hang on a second. So most of the time, most of the time with an established idea for a show, you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit. And that's fine. But most of like the show makes sense. Right. You know, it's like, ah, it's fine. It all kind of makes sense. This is one of those shows where I'm like, all right. You can't do both those things in a show. And I shouldn't be getting this frustrated about it. I get it. I get it. Okay. I see the look. I understand. I'm picking up the vibe. Is it bugging your kids? Not at all. And it's not bugging my wife either, but it is bugging me. Like, when do they sleep? Is that just part of their power? They don't need to sleep? And that's cooler than any of the things they can do. Maybe they do super sleep. Like, all they need is like two minutes. They never mention it. They never show it on screen. I don't I don't understand. Why do you have to show sleep? Because they explain a lot of other things in the show. Like there's an explanation for most things. Anyway, all this was to say I'm very frustrated by the show. Okay. Um all this was to say that my mother-in-law, who is wonderful, got them these costumes that they have worn basically nonstop since we got them. So if they still like them at Halloween, then they're going to dress as the PJ Masks and it's going to be fantastic. Right. Why would they not like them by then? It's only a couple weeks away. Oh, well, they have been wearing them like every day. Just so. because your children are fickle? Yeah, they get tired of things. Like Afton was feeding them beans and rice. You know, she had tons of it because she made a big crock pot full of beans and rice and she fed it to him for two days in a row. And the third day rolled around and none of them ate it. Yeah. And she was just like, what's going on? They're like, eh, we just don't like it anymore. Yeah. I don't understand that. That doesn't make any sense to me I either. I the exact same thing. Every day. There was one time for seven days, I and you're going to love this because it'll, it'll make you think of your son, I ate toast because we got this incredible Portuguese bread and I ate toast for seven days. Awesome. As a meal. Yes. It was not breakfast. No, I hear you. It was a meal. That sounds like heaven. It was. Yeah. It was fantastic. And the only reason I stopped after seven days is because I ran out of bread. Yep. I used to do that with sourdough bread. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's amazing. Yeah. It's fantastic stuff. 
Ready to punch it up? Yeah, yeah. Time machine? It's time. Time machine. Oh. Are we going back to the future? Back to the past? We're going to find out. It's we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know when the first time it was incorporated into fiction where there was a time machine. Oh, I can actually look that invented. up. But somewhere in there, I'm sure it started first in literature, where there was a time machine. And ever since then, people have honestly thought that there could be a time machine. In fact, even Kevin James in his short films on YouTube, which yeah. are, many of which are The sound guy hilarious. from, uh, this from all these different yes, movies. This was, it's not the sound guy, but it's the same page. He does a thing where he's got a time machine and he's trying to go back to high school where he missed an opportunity with this one particular girl. Yeah. <laughs> and I won't spoil it. You should go check it out on YouTube. Just look up. I've Kevin been meaning James. to go really check out funny. his channel. I've seen all yeah. the, the thumbnails, which look amazing. They really, they really, yeah. what I'm amazed at as the, where they're putting him as a sound guy in these movies, who is doing the editing? Because the lighting, everything looks so good. It really looks like he's in there, especially like one, like a, a star is born. That is freakishly good. Yeah. It's excellent. Absolutely excellent. He's probably just doing it right with his team who's making the videos for him. So the first stories, or it says one of the first stories, according to Wikipedia, to feature time travel by means of a machine is, quote, The Clock That Went Backward by Edward Page Mitchell, which appeared in the New York Sun in 1881. Okay. Yeah. That's actually like a lot later than I thought. I thought it would be earlier than that. Me too. Me too. There's got to be. Well, there's got to be. Not. It doesn't got to be because even with science fiction, I mean, granted, there might have even been something with the Greek gods or the Romans or something like that yeah. talking about having some kind of control with time. Well, I guess that kind of makes sense too because it would have been post-industrial revolution, right. so they wouldn't have even thought of a machine that could do things like that until right. that point. Right. But let's say right now, because the iPhone 12 is coming out, so okay. maybe it's an app on there that we have a time machine sitting here in the studio, mm. and we can only go in one direction. Mm. We can only go back to some time, and we can talk about where that would be, mm-hmm. and then come back right now to this present moment. Or we can go forward in time to some time, and that, of course, you're, you're guessing because you don't even know if time's still going to be around. <laughs> right. Uh, and then come back to this particular time right now. So would you want to go forward or backward? Okay, I'm going to answer the question, but we have to talk about paradoxes. Okay. Okay, yeah, because yeah. that's one of the most fascinating things. You know, I'm a, a songwriter. I don't write mm-hmm. stories, but I, I write. And one of the most fascinating things and frustrating things that I know of in the the world of these ideas are the paradoxes that are associated with time travel. So we have to talk about that. But to answer your question, I would go forward. Okay. How and far? I don't know. Uh, I would be curious to see how much I could control it. So let's say that it, it is just like an app on your phone. Uh, no, let's say you can only go once. You can only go once? once. And you, you can set how far you can yep. go? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'd probably want to go far enough forward to, because I don't want to worry about meeting somebody who I know or I'm related to who's 
older and that would, that would raise some issues, some questions. So mm-hmm. if I'm just going for it, then I would probably go at least a few hundred years in the future, Whoa, maybe further. That's bold. Mm-hmm. Because that's, I'd be curious. Uh, of course I'm curious. Like I want to see. Now, what if you go and nothing exists at that point in time? Well, I mean, if nothing exists, that would include air too, right? So I would just be dead. Yeah. Yeah. So. But if I only get one shot and I have to go and I have to choose one or the other, I'm going forward. Okay. All right. Fair. I feel the same way only because my fear is going backwards and then screwing up the present. See, this is why we need to talk about paradoxes. Yeah. 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 So. You know about the the traditional ones, right? The ones that have been explored now a bazillion times by different TV shows, books, and movies Mm -hmm. is that if you go back in time and the timeline is linear, meaning that all of your movement happens along the same plane and it's all in the same space, the same dimension, you know, this particular reality, then what happens if you uh, kill your grandfather? Like, do you cease to exist? I mean, I would, I would think so. But then how does that work? How did you go back to do it if you never existed? Yeah. It's a paradox. Yeah. Right? Same thing for if you go back and change history and history alters in such a way that your life is now radically different than it was before. Well, how could your life be radically different than the situation that made you go back in time? Yeah. Well, so, in the Catholic Church, we, it's, we have kind of the strange things with the Immaculate Conception. Right. Because Mary was conceived without original sin from the grace of her son dying on the cross. Which happened in the future. But the church actually has a really good explanation for that. It still doesn't, like, it's not like it's spelled out and it's easy to understand and swallow. But at least there is an explanation, which is there is space and time and the spiritual world is outside of all that stuff. Now, that might be unsatisfactory to somebody who doesn't share works faith. for me right i was gonna say it works for me it's like that makes sense in in terms of like all right that is believable enough for me to continue to practice my faith yeah so with that being said if we're just talking about pure science fiction and trying to like figure out how this works there's actually a bunch of different solutions that people have offered so they've explored the paradox of like what happens if you go back in time for example and kill hitler you know, okay. how would that change history? Okay. Um, the man in the high castle talked about that, or this is, it's this alternate timeline where history was completely different because of all these events and time travel exists somehow. And some people can go back and forward and it affects all that stuff. But then there are splits of reality, you know, different realities that happen because something significant was changed. So there's also a way that it was explored in, um, Let's use this example first. Uh, There's this TV show on Netflix called The Umbrella Academy where you can go back in time and change things and everything is linear, but there are lots of um, protections that are set up to prevent too many changes from happening. And you can only change so much without apocalyptic events happening. Whoa. And you bring them with you when you travel, apparently. That if you cause cool. if you cause an apocalyptic event and then you travel, you bring that event with you to whatever time you end up in. Whoa. So that's a cool way of thinking about it. I've also seen where every time you travel, you're just jumping to a slightly different alternate reality and you can never go back to the original one, right? So you are forever stuck in a close but not quite version of what you were doing before. Hmm. 
So it's always, now everything's basically the same, all the same people, all the same stuff, but you're just jumping from reality to reality. Okay. So there's all these different explanations for it. It's getting really nerdy and science fiction-y. Yeah, but it's important to straighten that out because that would alleviate, if we could just stop all of those paradoxes and questions that we have, and we had no fear whatsoever of messing up anything in the present, then I think I would go back Mm -hmm. because I'd want to go see, like I'd want to see Jesus walking on the earth. Yeah, that would be wild. That's that. That would be super cool. Now, what if there was a chance of the same thing happening to that animal in Galaxy Quest? You remember? Yes, where it (laughs) it it was inside out (laughs) and exploded. Exploded. I don't think mom would let me go then. Yeah, because it would be like skydiving. It'd be worse than skydiving. Yeah. And she won't let me skydive, so... So definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, I don't think my wife or kids would be okay with any of this, by the way. if we knew that everything was going to be cool. If we knew that everything was going to be cool. Well, that takes all the risk out of it. Well, that's what I'm saying. That takes all the fun, you know what I mean? No, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't take all the fun. Yes, it does. The fun is being there. No. The fun is going back and experiencing. Hold on a second. Oh, the fun is there has to be a risk factor? No, 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 no. You're talking about storytelling. You don't know anything about storytelling if you you think that that's true. This is not a story that I'm telling. That's what we're talking about. No, I'm not. I'm saying if this was real. That's not a story. Well, but it's not, though. How do you know? Oh my gosh, it's not. Let and, me pull okay, this hold, hold on out a second. of my. So wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me that you're envisioning a reality where somehow you and I and no one else have the ability to do this perfectly safe thing that we know is going to be just fine. That's why we're never going to publish this podcast because we can't let any of you know that oh this is gosh. real. But my point is like. If there's no risk involved, if there, if you know for a fact that everything's going to be fine and everything will be able to go back to normal, you're just talking about like, that's just wish fulfillment. That's just being a tourist. Like, that doesn't make any sense. There's no, there's no way. Now, granted, it's technically possible, but there's no way that that would ever be the, the reality around how people could literally travel through time. There's no way that that would happen. There would have to be some risk associated with it. Maybe it would be a blissful ignorance where we just wouldn't know. Yeah, but that's different. That we from, could probably turn inside out. That's and not the same thing as no risk. <laughs> like you're saying, nobody's ever tried this before, but somehow we know that it'll be fine. It's like nobody's done it, but the the directions on the app say that it'll work. What is you the know? Roman thing where the god comes down in the middle of the play and then just fixes everything and then just gets pulled back up? By oh, the you'd brain? have to ask John Paul. I don't know. Oh, I forget the term. Someone in the comments. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God in the machine. Yes. Okay, sorry. So, I, I wasn't sure what you were talking so about. So they, they drop the God down with the crane, and then he fixes everything, and then he pulls back up. I, so maybe I only know is, that as a term for movies. That's why I didn't yeah, remember. Yeah, so maybe this is Jesus coming to us and saying, all right, you want to go forward, you want to go back? And we can go, wait, if you're in charge, then I know everything's going to be cool. Okay, yeah. Uh, in fairness, that's a believable scenario. I would believe that if I saw it. Yeah. And and I think I would probably ask him the question, which way is better for me? Yeah. Well, which which way is better for me, better for humanity? I think my question my would family. be, does it matter what I choose? You know? Oh, of course, it's always going to matter. No, matter as in I know, like, I know, I yeah. get it, but it's, I think it's always going to matter. And if regardless. he says yes, I would say like, okay, why? Yeah, because even if it doesn't affect, quote unquote, this timeline or the realities, it's going to affect well, yeah. us. Yeah, for sure. And Unless he's also erasing our memory, and then really what's the point? Talk right. about being a tourist. Yeah. See, then, then we're, Europe, okay, we're, we're getting into like really, thing. we're getting into the deep end of sci-fi territory here. Come on now. <laughs> 
So, but seriously though, like if we're gonna if we're gonna really talk about time travel and actually talk about it, not just like you know this hypothesis about how it might work. All right. I think if it ever becomes possible to, like you remember that movie that came out that nobody watched because it it felt like a um, like a student film, but then it became really critically acclaimed afterward. I'm trying to remember what it was called. What was it? It was about? made by it was made by these two guys from MIT who like did an in-depth um, study of how it would actually work, like what the physics of time travel should look like. Right. And they made a film about two guys who are, you know, financial people. They work in the finance industry. And so Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? No, because it's the movie's, <laughs> the movie's super boring. The characters are not interesting at all. But they discover a way to travel through time. And the way that it works is you can only go backwards and... You have to stay inside of the time machine for as long as you want to go backward. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And it's the most realistic, because I've never actually seen the movie. I've just seen people's Are video essays. Are you aging in it? Yeah. Your, your time stays... 100% linear. It's just that while you are in the machine, instead of moving you forward, oh, well, your time continues, but yeah. you're moving backwards right. through linear time. No, I get time. it. I get it. But then you wouldn't want to stay there too long. Well, it turns into a huge mess because he and his friend end up changing things. And then there were, um, well, without giving away too much of the movie, I don't even remember what it was called. That's sad that I don't remember. But now you And you haven't seen Tenet yet. Have I have you? not. No. Yeah. That's freaky weird. Mm-hmm. That gave me a headache. See, I, I love Christopher Nolan films like that, though. I really... I really liked Inception. I, I liked Inception more than I liked Tenet. Okay. But I think I need to see Tenet again because it was it was too much. Yeah. I'd, I'd been out of the movies. You know, we hadn't gone to movies in months and months and months. Yeah. Well, you, me, and JP need to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. So, time travel. Time travel. Is it something that you would do if it were possible and it was reasonably safe? No. Okay. Not at all. Because I'm very content with the sacrament of the moment. Mm-hmm. I I don't want an extra second, or and I don't want to go back one second. Mm-hmm. Because this is where I am. I'm an existential phenomenologist, and it's just a big term for understanding that I very much accept everything that has happened in the past that has brought me here. Yeah. And I also know that I am not due any time in the future. I might drop dead before the end of this podcast. That's fair. And I'm, by the way, fine with that. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Yeah, we've talked about it before, you know, having this, this eternal sense of the moments that you get is, is healthy, I think. But I, I also, well, but, but it's, what if it was, what if it was something like you could go back like three days? Yeah, even even three days. I I don't want it. I don't want it because for me, the, oh, all right. So then the the question is, all right, what's the intended good? Because if you're going to go back and start fixing stuff, you might well, as well go back to conception. Well, if you can only go back three days, there's not much that you can fix. It would mostly there's be plenty. just there there's is plenty. Sure, in my life, there's plenty. That I can that I can fix. Yes, but how much can you reasonably accomplish in three days? A, a, a bunch. Not enough to like significantly change the course of your life for the better. Uh, well, I disagree, and I also think it can go one way or the other. Hmm. I can even make it worse. 
plus I think if you if you really start because remember I already talked about I'm a control freak I I like to be in control yeah. and it's not healthy the amount of control that I want to be in interesting and you're also going to I think lose sight of God's mercy because if you think that you can just keep going back and fixing stuff then yeah. you're 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 thinking that you're going to be striving for this utopian perfection and that you've got all the cards and I, I don't have all the cards but I'm not thinking about it as something that I would do repeatedly it's just something that if it were possible and if it mm, were reasonably safe I have an addictive personality I'm pretty sure So I would, do I. I would try to figure out a way to do it as as often as I would need which it would be like heroin I mean I yeah, I would want to just keep going back, e- even if it was you know an OCD thing where you just want to go back and it's like Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. He's, tr- he's trying to make that day perfect so that he gets what he wants. Gets what he wants. Yeah, that, that's fair. And then finally, it wasn't until he finally just accepted mm-hmm. it, and then and then even better in the character development, he's like serving others. But yeah, I, I can do that in the present. I don't have to go back. I don't have to go forward. Right. I can do that right now. I mean, remember we had the rule in the youth center, no redeals. And yes. for those of you listening, yes, if you're playing that. spades or if you're playing hearts, the official international rules are that if you are playing spades, let's say, and you all four people get their cards and you pick up your hand and you do not have one spade, you can throw down your hand and call a redeal. Mm-hmm. And that is the international rules. So I remember witnessing one of the kids do that. And he threw down his hand, redeal. And I said, hey, what are you doing? And he goes, well, Todd, I didn't have a spade. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care if you didn't have a spade. Well, no, Todd, here are the rules. They looked them up online. They showed them to me. I said, I don't care about those rules. Yeah, house in, rules in are no redeals. House rules are no redeals because yeah. that's life. Yeah. Life doesn't give you redeals. You, actu- you did a bunch of lectures that were about that specifically that I can remember. Well, yeah, because I think it was a great it was a great point. And I'm because that's why when you ask me seriously, you want to go back three days, you want to go forward three days? Nope, Mm -hmm. not at all. Todd, it's perfectly safe. Perfectly safe. You'll be coming back. You won't be turning inside out. You won't explode. Nope. Mm -hmm. Here I am. Signed, sealed, delivered. We have to we have to put a um, a playing the hand you're dealt or something like that topic on the podcast for some time in the future. That Sounds great. Yeah. We need to do that. And we'll make shirts. Play the hand you're dealt. Yeah. Play the hand. Yeah. Play yeah. the hand. Nice. Yeah. It's our merchandise. Yeah. When we have merch, you guys can get a shirt. Yeah, well, it'll be at some point in the fan future. Fan produced. They'll they'll show us pictures yeah. of check out your the Play shirt the that we made. <laughs> Play right. the hand. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. I got to tell you, we have the best listeners in the world to this podcast. Yes, we do. The people that contacted us, you're all amazing. Please yeah. continue, you know, to subscribe, share, do all the like, stuff, the social the media stuff. things. Consider becoming a patron. That would be very cool to support us, which would be awesome. And our next bonus episode is if we could change one thing about ourselves, what would it be? You can find out. Thanks Welcome so much. Welcome to Potter Familia. That's the wrong what? one. That's the wrong one. Whoops. I don't, I don't know where it is. It's the outro. Which is... See? Right there. I don't see. Here. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. 
We're so technologically savvy. <laughs> Things are working tonight. <laughs> Y'all rock. <laughs>